You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Peace, everyone. Uh, this is your girl, Audra, and we are here with Community, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. I know I say this every episode, but I am over the moon excited uh, to have my sister here. Uh, if she would introduce herself to the audience, that would be absolutely fantastic. Hey, everyone. It's Jamila Jackson. Um, I'm an associate broker at Hawkins Realty Group. Um, so I'm a real estate agent. Okay. Selling okay. homes in and around Detroit. Okay. And we are going to talk about that in depth. So we're going to uh, go into how did we meet, Jamila? How did we meet? How long has it been? Oh, it's been like... 25. I think, yeah. 25 years, something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, um, We were selling real estate together. Yes. Back when... You did that thing. Yes, I loved it. I loved so, it. So yeah, at um, River Point Realty. Yes, about twenty-five years ago, and so um, I like to talk about first impressions. So you can begin. So you you saw me first impressions. What did you think? What did you think? I, you know, I can't I can't remember back then, but mm-hmm. I think I've always held you in high regard. Okay. You've always carried yourself as a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I've always respected you. Okay. I, I, and, and right back at you. Uh, what struck me, and I always talk about it, your 20,000 West Mile. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Thank you. Um, and beautiful inside and out. So I'm um, grateful for you to come here and be uh, one of our early guests in the history of community. So we go into, when we start out, we talk about what does community mean to you? Jamila, I know you're connected to a couple different ones, right? And so as a black woman, you know, um, also in the real estate, you know, but what does community mean to you? I think it just means our network mm-hmm. um, uh, via, um, be it private or our social networks, mm-hmm. everything around us, the people we touch, mm-hmm. that's our community. Mm-hmm. Um and I think we all have ways that we impact, you know, the people we touch. Yeah. And, you know, again, going back to how we met uh, and, and we've stayed connected through the years, you know, social media, it can be both good and bad. Um, the beautiful thing about it is it allows people to touch each other instantaneously, right, and see what's going on. Uh, and so I appreciate that and being able to see what you've been working on and you kind of see what I've been working on. So you uh, alluded to uh, what you do. And I love this part of the show. 
uh, where I get to ask, what up, though? Right. <laughs> and so I love that segment. Yes. And so what up, though, is when we have our guests talk about what they're working on, what they're passionate about. And if people need to uh, connect with them, then, um, you know, you can give your contact information and all of that. So let's just start what you're working on right now. Well, really, right now, I am. um if you're a real estate agent, you know that you have a full-time job. Even when, you know, business hours are over, mm-hmm. the phone is still ringing, mm-hmm. emails are still coming in. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's pretty much a full-time job. I think um, what we typically do and what we have to tend to do all the time is educate. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not educating on... Um, the steps to buying a home it's educating um clients on uh, a mortgage mm-hmm. a credit mm-hmm. uh things like that so mm-hmm. that's what keeps me busy okay um and that i think that keeps me fulfilled as well okay because i love to educate yeah and, and the beauty of it is you know when uh you are in a position to help uh someone create generational wealth Right through the acquisition of real estate and land, yeah, uh, that's a beautiful thing, and that's where power lies uh, for us to be empowered. So when you talk about educating, we have a ton of houses in the city of Detroit. We have, um, you know, the land bank situation, and then we have a resurgence of the values, and you know, some of the nicer uh, or, or you know middle-class neighborhoods in the city of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, So where does that put you? Do you have a lot of investors calling uh, that want to, you know, buy a thousand homes for three (laughs) dollars? Yes, we still get people uh, thinking that they can buy a home in the city of Detroit for a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars even Mm -hmm. and I have to tell them Detroit's no longer on sale Mm -hmm. (laughs) that Mm -hmm. sales over (laughs) values have increased significantly Mm -hmm. even on you know some homes that you don't think are even habitable Mm -hmm. they still cost Mm -hmm. a lot of money so um, our values have risen people who thought they were once underwater Mm -hmm. uh, meaning they owed more on their mortgage than their home was worth Mm -hmm. That's no longer the case for yeah, a lot of people. That's great. So, right. So we've, we're getting our equity back mm-hmm. in our homes. Um, and it's nice that you talked about generational wealth. Sometimes for um, our community, that home is the biggest purchase that we're ever going to make. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't realize, um, for one, how a mortgage on our credit improves our rates mm-hmm. or improves our credit report mm-hmm. so it incre- it improves rates that we may get for our next car purchase mm-hmm. um, so things like that we don't understand how to use our equity sometimes mm-hmm. um, but you know sometimes we need to know that right so what are like the hot areas uh, in and around Detroit like what what areas are really hot right now um, Boston Edison is really hot uh, mm-hmm. for young families. The mm-hmm. North End um, is, a, is a great area for young growing families. Mm-hmm. Sherwood Forest, all of the hot 
areas that were always hot. Okay. Sherwood Forest, University District, um, East English Village on the east side. Okay. Um, Are there some areas that were uh, lukewarm that have now warmed up? such as like perimeter areas to some of the other hotter areas yes like Mm -hmm. martin park okay fitzgerald area Mm -hmm. which is kind of close to university Mm -hmm. um both martin park and fitzgerald um bagley has Mm -hmm. always been stable Mm -hmm. um Aviator, aviation sub rather mm-hmm. is um, always been stable. Okay. Um, so it, it's still a, high, a hot area. Okay. Now, are there any programs that you're connected to for um, first time home buyers or people who would like to learn more about the process? Maybe they're not quite ready, but just would like to get some information. Are there some programs that you're connected to? Um, a lot of our housing organizations have uh, first-time homebuyer classes mm-hmm. that uh, are required for you to take in order to get home uh, down payment assistance. Okay. So um, I don't have them offhand because okay. there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's a one-day, eight-hour, six-hour class mm-hmm. that you take, which is really good and, and very necessary. Right. Because sometimes we we don't realize the responsibility involved in owning a home. Mm-hmm. Um just maintaining it is, right. you know, another thing. So right, and so it's, it's it's important. And again, when we talk about generational wealth and the purchase of a home or homes, um, is a way for us to stabilize ourselves as a community and empower ourselves. So, as a realtor, if someone would like to get in touch with you, for you to represent them as a seller or a purchaser. How may they contact you, Ms. Jackson? Um, they may email me mm-hmm. at Ms. Jackson at gmail.com. I'll spell that out. It's M S as in Sam, J A M I L A J A C K S O N at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram at Mila, the agent, that's M-I-L-A-T-H-E-A-G-E-N-T, and they can call me. Okay. Cell phone number is 313-587-9611. Okay, and the brokerage again that you work for? It's Hawkins Realty Group. Okay. Very good. Well, we're going to take a short break right now, and when we come back, we're going to get into some... Uh, more interesting questions for you, Miss Jackson. Okay. Okay. Izzy Strategic Beautification. Strategic Beautification is a comprehensive consulting, design, and implementation service that begins with the basics. The basics are litter debris removal along commercial corridors. Services are then customized to accommodate the needs of the client. Our corporate culture is to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. We stand on old-fashioned values to lead us into a future that enriches our youth, the region, 
calling 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-I-Z-Z-I-E. Or visit our website at www.izzyllc.com. Okay, we're back with Community. Uh, this is your girl, Audra, and we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And I'm here with my sister, my favorite realtor, Jamila Jackson. And we are getting t- into this segment uh, that I love. It's a he- uh, heads up to, a ne- head nod to brown sugar. And I love to ask this question. How old were you when you fell in love with Detroit? Oh, I was probably, I don't know, 16. Mm-hmm. Got my first car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> was, was your able, first car? It was a Dodge Shadow. Okay. <laughs> it was a Dodge. What color? White. Okay. It right. was white, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, but I think I was just with that, I was just able to, to rip up the city, yeah. you know, and go everywhere. I was never afraid to jump on the freeway and, and get where I needed to go. Okay, so when you were in high school, did they still have driver's training in high school? Yes, I took. I went to King, mm-hmm. um, and I took driver's training at, at uh, King. Okay, real yeah. cool, real cool. So when I was in high school, we had to go to Mumford, okay. right? And Mumford had the little, you know, right. the little course. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, everybody was, they could not wait, okay? Yes. 16th birthday, you are at Secretary of State's office getting everything together, right? right? So first car, you're all over city of Detroit. Where are you going? What, what's happening at 16? Where, where are you? You, so you I grew Bella? up on the east side. Yes, I was at Belle Isle. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I was at Belle Isle. East Lamb Mall? Um, east Lamb Mall, Bel Air, uh, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Bel Air 8. I don't know what it was mm-hmm. called back then. It's mm-hmm. luxury now. <laughs> but, um, yes, um, downtown. Okay. Greek town. Riverfront. Well, the riverfront wasn't so much the riverfront back then, unless you knew that that little hidden park. Well, no, no comment, no comment, no comment. Right, unless you knew those uh, treasures. Those, yes, the little treasures. Right, that not many people knew about. Right, right. So my first car, mm-hmm. 1972 Nova. Really souped up. <laughs> It had mag wheels. My my dad and my brothers, they worked on cars, so they took out the engine. They put in a 305, and I could burn the streets up. Okay? And so I tried where did to, you hang out? So I tried to burn the streets up. So, you know, Belle Isle, um, interesting, 72 Nova, the gas gauge never worked. Right. So I just mm-hmm. filled it up at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I had enough gas to get through the week. Oh, okay. AM radio, cassette. You know, we'd listen to Prince um, on, on the cassette. Yes. Um, bucket seats. They took out the bench seat, put right. in bucket seats. Um, I did not know my locker mate would steal my keys <gasps> on a regular basis. And drive my car all around downtown. Stop. Hit the loud, yeah. During the, school? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we had a lot of freedom on that campus. You know, we were downtown. So. Oh, my yeah, goodness. I didn't know that. She confessed, you know, um, I ran out of gas 
on the day of prom. That was the first day I ever ran out of gas coming from Fairland Mall. I got my hair done at Heidi's <laughs> and uh, coming off 96, right. uh, ran out of gas. And uh, but it was it wasn't too far from the house. But mm-hmm. still, you know, it was prom, it was the day of the prom. Right. right? Um, so in her guilt. Uh, she confessed uh, that she used to like oh my snatch the keys, right? So fell in love with Detroit. I mean, I I think I fell in love with Detroit uh, just watching my parents. Mm-hmm. Right? They mm-hmm. they were engaged. Uh, we always, you know, three four cars full of people going to Bablo, right. Edgewater Park. My my dad worked for the plant, so he got tickets. And then, like, the next-door neighbor got tickets. So we would go one day with our family, and mm-hmm. the next day go with their family. So, I mean, it's been, like, a perpetual love affair uh, for me. But I I appreciate you sharing. Yes. Uh, that, that Dodge Shadow, I probably saw you flying <laughs> yes. on the freeway. Did you have a song with? I did. Oh, I wow. Did. I did. Wow. Yes. Okay. It was souped up, if you will. Okay. That's good <laughs> as stuff. As much as a dad shadow could be. <laughs> <laughs> so, King High School, mm-hmm. 16 at King. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Were you, like, were you a nerd? Were you bookish? I wasn't a nerd. I was in the MSAT program, mm-hmm. um, which is the Math, Science, and Applied Technology program. Mm-hmm. I think we as a group might have been considered the nerds but I definitely was not a nerd okay you didn't consider yourself a nerd trust me my grades reflect (laughs) that I was not a nerd okay I did okay but Mm -hmm. you know I also went to um vocational school I went to go lightly okay for computer aided drafting okay very so good. and yeah and that program is still around so that's outstanding mm-hmm. my yeah. some of my classmates went on to be engineers and uh, into the design field which was which is great mm-hmm. they're leading nice careers okay and so are you okay so this particular part of the show we talk about what inspires you what inspires you to get up every day flash the 10,000 20,000 watts mile and keep doing the good work getting people in homes helping them start their wealth building in the community um, educating people every day about mortgages and credit and all of that what what is it that inspires you to do that you know, I think it's people like you that inspire me. Um, people that their um, their desire is to improve the community, mm-hmm. and I know that you know what you're doing is not necessarily what everyone wants to do every day, okay. but you inspire me to do my part okay you know I may not be able to get out there with you Mm -hmm. or um you know but I can do what I can do which is you know educate um and assist right people in selling and and buying okay and and that's beautiful because and and that's why we've always stayed connected because um you know better together right yes so you know, I do my part. I, I make sure those sidewalks are clean and litter-free. And you give people in our houses and give people in our commercial corridors. So, right, so yeah. that they can do it. Yeah. And you don't have to. Well, you know, because now when these people, when we have home ownership, mm-hmm. we want our property to look good, look right. well. So 
you know, these homeowners get out there and do it. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, Jamila, the inspiration, you know, you mentioned it, it, it comes from people like me, and I appreciate you for saying that, and, and you inspire me as well. So, when you are encountered by the the narrative around gentrification and um, you know how people feel about that how are you able to navigate the real estate industry and you've been at it for for a good while now how do you navigate that and and stay positive and not go down that rabbit hole of you know who should be who here and who shouldn't be here you know that's it is a tough subject mm-hmm. um i think what we have to keep in mind is is that usually when someone wants to buy your home they do want to give you um they want to offer what they feel like it's worth. Mm-hmm. You can take it or not. Right. And if you're advised, mm-hmm. you know, on what your property could go for on the open market, then you will be getting, you know, what you feel like it's worth. And, you know, if the, I guess if the buyers weren't there mm-hmm. working with sellers who wanted to sell, then we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have this turnover right. in, in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody's being forced out. Right. Um, you know, whoever selling is willing. Right. You know, right. I don't think, uh, I don't think anyone's being pushed out. I think a, a more diverse neighborhood mm-hmm. is always better. Um, right. Change is good. Mm-hmm. Change doesn't always have to be bad, mm-hmm. right? And so, in in some instances, with um, someone being able to sell their home, they may be overwhelmed. Situation where empty nesting, mm-hmm. right? And so they have this big, beautiful historic home, and it's a little too much for them, and uh, it's put on the market, and the price is set, and then. You know, the buyers come and the buyers come and and they put their bid in and, you know, the person with the highest bid may not be the same color as us. Right. But, you know, they want our home. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't know, you know, whose bid is whose. Right. Necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. But it's it's not a bad thing. I think too, you know, if we work as realtors to get you the highest amount of money, mm-hmm. so you know, I th- you know sometimes people are offended. You know, when they get approached by someone, hey, I'd like to buy your home, mm-hmm. they get offended. Mm-hmm. But I think it should be they should take it as a compliment, right? You know, yeah. and it's not. It doesn't necessarily mean that I want you to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know where you, what your plans are, where you may be able to go. Mm-hmm. Or, may you know, some people just can't afford to sell, right. you know, because they they can't go anywhere. But, mm-hmm. um, 
Okay. Okay. But that's that's a good way to navigate it. We're going to take a short break now, and when we come back, we're going to switch it up a little bit. You teased me about wanting to interview me, so I'm going to let you ask me a couple <laughs> okay, questions. Okay, How's great. that? Okay. So I'm going to call this next segment Turntable, right? right. You're turning the table. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a short break, okay? Thank you. You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your project shines, we smile. Okay, we are back with Community, and this is your girl, Audra. And we're going to switch it up a little bit. I have my sis here. She's known me for quite some time, and we're going to do a new segment called Turntable. We're turning the tables. So Miss Jamila is going to ask me a couple questions, and um, I'm going to play fair, and I'm, I'm going to answer them. Okay, what you got for me, sis? Yeah, Audra, so tell me about how Izzy got started. Oh, wow. Because that kind of, that was new to me. Mm -hmm. It's been new to me for a few months. So when I saw it, I'm like, whoa, this is different. So tell me what inspired you to start Izzy. Okay. So um, I was going through Motor City Match um, as a winner for round three. Mentors suggested that I split off from, you know, the company that you know me for, for D-Tread. Mm -hmm. um, they suggested that I start a company for uh, the hauling of tires only. So I created Izzy. Its first iteration was Izzy logistics and distribution okay izzy is my mom's name okay. named after my mom i remember that mm -hmm. and um <clears throat> so the company was formed uh in preparation for one of the largest deals that i had ever uh you know encountered uh that deal did not come to fruition and so i had this company that was named after my mom um, and i had a choice let it fail or let it flourish. And so in the movement toward it flourishing, uh, we did a pivot. And um, Izzy came into the iteration of just Izzy LLC, um, and it became a strategic beautification company. Wonderful. Yeah, and strategic beautification, you know, uh, be it begins with uh, litter and debris removal along community corridors. I am of the ilk that community corridors should look and feel like midtown and downtown and so we began with litter and debris removal and then we assist organizations with their sustainability goals and pathways to reach those goals okay and you're currently working with the city of detroit is there a partnership or is there so is, is, can you talk about it is it is, is confidential <laughs> is it top secret <laughs> Uh, the hopes is that uh, the the collaboration with the city of Detroit is will come. That's a prayer of mine. Uh, in the interim, 
I'm currently working with Live Six. Uh, that is Livernoy Six Mile. Yes. Um, Live Six Community um, uh, Alliance, and um, it's the CDC. And so we began a collaboration in July of last year, and um, it's been working out swimmingly. Uh, it's been a uh, a way in which to see the sociological impact of removing litter along corridors and our first week out um, an elder approached me Mm -hmm. hurriedly Mm -hmm. with her arms outstretched and she asked are you the young lady that cleaned up the trash at the end of my block and I looked at her and I said yes ma'am and she grabbed me and she hugged me and she blessed me and she reached you know she took me out again and Mm -hmm. she looked at me and she said god bless you and uh that was a a confirmation for me you know that i'm on the right path because the entrepreneurial journey uh is uh, sometimes it can be dark and lonely um uncertain Mm -hmm. uh yet i i believe that that was a confirmation directly from the most high that i'm on the right track yeah i you know i just can't understand how people can litter just throw something out the window it's it's really it's the most maddening thing i've i just and and what's so crazy is um you know i do forensics on my litter right the the, the waste that we collect Mm -hmm. and so uh the things that we see right so Mm -hmm. you know we 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 like a lot of patrol yeah you know on 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 this side of town uh we we love patrol uh we love hennessy um, and in these these bottles, right? They're they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. right? They're, they 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 have a lot of weight behind them, right? And it, it just it troubles me. And so um, my prayer is that I'll be able to do some um, glass recycling and let my creativity flow. Um, the uh, blunt wrappers. Oh um, my gosh. Condiments of all kinds. Yes. Uh, fast so food bags, fast food I'm sure. Bag, uh, condoms mm-hmm. and condom wrappers. Um, I do not understand. I think something happened on the median on Livernoy and Six Mile because it was like, you know, a, a group of used condoms. And <laughs> so some, I don't know if somebody got down on mm-hmm. the on the median, but something, something happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we see it all. Yeah. 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 Well, I just want to personally thank you for helping beautify Detroit. It's it's so needed. Do you take on volunteers that help? So we are looking for volunteers for May 4th, Motor City Makeover. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we have organized collaborations with community groups Mm -hmm. and in that space we look for volunteers when we are actually working um, under contract we want to make sure people are safe and all Mm -hmm. of that so uh, we have our dedicated team that works when we do our maintenance our scheduled maintenance okay so we have a couple other clients Uh, we have LGBT Detroit um, is a consulting client we do consulting around sustainability and when we talk about sustainability we want to talk about our our neighborhoods being able to survive during severe weather Mm -hmm. so we want to start having conversations around continuity resilience and sustainability and so i'm doing some consultation around that so flooding power outages Mm -hmm. uh, those type of things just 
high level being prepared because we are going to have more and more severe weather. That's true. Even though people that may live in D.C. that live in that house uh, may not believe that <laughs> climate change is real. Right. Uh, we see it every day, mm-hmm. you know, going from 70 degrees to 32, 32 degrees. Yes. Yeah. In, in a matter of 24 hours. Uh, that didn't happen growing up. Right. Right. You're so, right. And this is more and more prevalent. Uh, and not just Detroit. You know, we, we, we complain and we lament about our weather here. But Midwest, Southwest, severe weather, just going from one extreme to the other yes. is happening. So, yeah, and that, that excites me, the whole sustainability piece. I get to use uh, my wisdom and knowledge and to be able to pour into community. So I'm, I'm excited about, you know, what's happening and what's, what's to come for Izzy. Well, you definitely are a blessing. So I want to say keep doing what you're, what you're doing. And let me know if you need any assistance. I would I'd do. love to volunteer. Okay. That, that sounds great. And you know what? I think you would look real fly in the little green vest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I can do. Okay. We'll okay. see. Okay. We'll see. So we're going to flip back to, um, you know, our regular segments and we are going to just kind of wind down. Sis, I thank you so much for coming and spending time with me. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love you too. Uh, I look forward to ways in which we can work together moving forward. Yes. Uh, Definitely going to have you come and uh, volunteer with us Uh, and, uh, you know, get you out there and, and give you one of those grabbers. You, you and Val might have to fight over which one because she likes, I think she likes the orange one best. <laughs> or maybe my dad does. It doesn't matter. I'm not picky. I'm not picky. Okay. However I can help, I'm glad to, okay. really. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming and uh, spending some time with me chatting. Um, it was cool. You know what? We may have to do this turntable, you know, an extended version of it. I think you did a real good job. Well, I think you. I think people might uh, enjoy your questions and you might try to dig a little deep. If you go too deep, I'll scream um, and, and get you off of me. But um, I, thought that, I thought that was a real cool little segment. So thanks again for being here with me. Uh, I love you and... Uh, This is Audra, Peace Fam. Until next time, you're with Community.